We Are Shield, funded by the Peer Action Collective in order to raise awareness for harassment in youth focusing on our community, which is Southampton. Just a quick disclaimer, we are speaking about a sensitive topics, so please keep in mind some things may be triggering. We're not professionals, we're a group of young people, and if you feel like you're affected by anything mentioned in this podcast, please reach out to support services that can provide the best assistance and help for you. We have an Instagram page at shield.uk with some support helplines. Right, so what is sexual harassment and the misconceptions behind it? Okay, I'll start it then. <laughs> All good. So I think sexual harassment is very much, I know a lot of youth don't see it as a type of youth violence, which I think is quite interesting. And the conception that it's always girls. Mm. It's never seen as the boy side of things. Yeah. Which in public, we mainly see girls getting harassed, whereas in private, I think boys get harassed more. Yeah, I think a lot of boys don't often speak out about it. But mainly, like, what would we say that like things that count as sexual harassment I think Something. anything. So this comes into my favourite statement of all. If I think no and stop are full sentences in school, obviously when we're doing English, they say no and stop aren't full sentences. You need to explain it. I think that considering it's in a school, they should be full sentences, like end of. That's also, the statement. There are also things like verbal, so like wolf whistling, cat calling, yeah. stuff like that. Here's the thing. So you know that a lot of things like rape and stuff, they come back to, oh, it's how they dress, right? So when I dress nice, quite frankly, it's because I want to dress nice. I'm not, I'm not trying to impress nobody. Exactly. Except most, myself. Most of the time when people dress like that, it's for them, not for other people. Exactly. It's like makeup, right? But yeah. apparently this is another thing and it's an excuse and it's been seen in some court cases and the judge has totally dismissed it based on this. If you have put makeup on and you're wearing something that's seen as too revealing then apparently you deserve it yeah and it makes people feel like it's their fault when it shouldn't be it's never their fault it's never their fault because if you see like there's that museum for like people's clothes and then you look at it and most of the time it's like little children's clothes or like pajamas or something and then I'm like how is it their fault for the way that they're dressed is do you think sexual harassment in like youth is child abuse a type of child yeah yeah. I think so. Because most of the time, it's actually the people that we trust the most that it happens with. Yeah. Because I don't know why, but it just, like, generally it is. Do you think it's, like, an awkward thing? Yeah. For, yeah. for most people, it's considered embarrassing. Like, if that happens to you, most people won't talk about it because it's considered embarrassing, especially, it's like you said, the shameful. boys. Like, they get absolutely slandered for it. Like, so do girls, but I feel like boys... It's just seen as more embarrassing. But it's like boys, right? If they wolf whistle or... We've had this, didn't we? We was walking back from... You know when we went to the shop with you? We was walking back from school. We had a meeting at Sainsbury's. Walking back. And we left, didn't we? We went right. This was a group of younger boys, but they were were younger than us. And this is like... And you know what? They were what we would call the roadmen, right? (laughs) So they're all showing up in front of each other and they were wolf whistling, they were calling us names, everything. And quite frankly, we was just in our uniform. Yeah. And it happened in school. We was walking like through the science corridor, right? We was going down to lunch and we had a group of boys in our year group behind us, wolf whistling. And you're just like, it's not needed. No. It's like in school when the teachers are like, oh, pull your skirt down. You don't want the boys to see. But then it's like, why is it our fault? It's their fault. Exactly. I'm like, sorry, we wear... So their thing is, it's about business attire. Well, if you're in a business, girls, do you wear skirts? It's usually a pencil skirt and it's not knee length, but it's usually just above the knee, right? That's what my skirt is. 
But in school, it has to be pleated, right? I've never understood that because I'm not wearing a pleated skirt when I'm older. I think that's funny as well because when I wear my pencil skirt, I always get told by every single teacher, Chloe, pull your skirt down. Like things like that. Like literally, you have all the time. But then I wear my pleated skirt. They don't say a thing. And they it's don't tell me anything. And it's not short. It's I think it's about the same length. But they don't say anything. No, because you go into like any school shop to get school clothing, and literally the skirts are all the same length. And it doesn't matter like how you wear them; they're always short. But then I think for you to feel comfortable in school. So let's say if you do get sexually harassed in school, you're going to want to feel comfortable enough to speak out about it, right? If I'm wearing a uniform that I don't feel it's flattering me, right, then I'm not only going to get bullied for it, I'm going to absolutely feel disgusting. I'm not going to have the best version of myself. So it comes into why is it it's the same uniform for all? I know it's supposed to be like equality and things like that, but for a school skirt, it's 20 quid. 20 pounds for a school skirt that I'm going to need once a year. But you can get leggings for like a fiver. You can get leggings for a fiver, right? And Mm. leggings, what I like about leggings is, is that then they can't say... It's too short because, quite frankly, it's not too short. I got, told, it's in, too I got told in PE my, my leggings were see-through before by a male teacher. Leggings were see-through? By a male Yeah, but why were they looking? But it's not even that, right? It's like our school shirts, right? If they get wet, they go see-through. Most right? of the time, even before they get wet, you can literally see the outline. But this is the thing, though, is that then there's this school that bans girls weren't allowed to wear dark-coloured bras under their school shirts. Because if they got wet, it, it you could see them. I'm sorry. But why is that then a problem for the girls, for the bras that they wear? It's a problem of the school for choosing that material for a shirt. Do you know what I also find funny as well? Like, Holly, you might like understand this being mm. like quite tall, right? Because we're both tall, aren't we? I was going to say this in a minute. So a lot of things that I find as well, like, that fit me like leg wise are quite like like my skirts are quite like short because I have to get them small because then they obviously don't fit me around the waist right but I have to get them a Literally. certain size but then the, the length doesn't fit me right and it's quite short and I don't think like anyone understands that exactly tall girls when it's so hard especially if you've got like skirts I don't understand why the length matters so much no. as long as you're covered why does it matter exactly. why are we taught oh don't look like considered harassment like I don't understand why the length of the skirt from there to there what no why is that a marginal difference so why does it matter so much I like know. I don't get it plus as a tall person it's so it's hard always going to be short to find ones that fit that aren't too everywhere short. exactly too short. yeah oh I was having this conversation with this boy right and I was saying what is the hype about grey joggers I think that is a type of sexual it is, se- is sexualised <laughs> boys say to girls wear your night pros and girls say to boys wear your grey joggers I actually had this before as Listen, well. this is the biggest issue ever. I'm sorry, no one's telling me what to wear and I'm not telling no one what they should wear. Especially for like, I'm sorry, if you're in a relationship and you said this, why does it matter? You should like them for them, not for what they wear. It's because of what it symbolises. Yeah. And I don't get how a piece of clothing can symbolise something. It's a piece of clothing. Speak- it's some fabric. Speaking of, how do we think that like, because obviously a lot of girls are obviously harassed and we mentioned that how boys often don't like speak out and things. Like, what would we say that like how boys are sexually harassed i think it's counter sexual harassment you know when they're in their group and their friends are egging them on right they don't want to do it right so although it's not sexual harassment in the side of the boy girl thing but friends i think if it's anything to do with sexual relations intimacy or anything that and you're trying to egg them on or trying to force them to do it right i think it's seen like a man if like a boy is like to kiss let's say a thousand girls right he's seen as the man Right? If it was a girl. If it's a girl, she's seen as a... Yeah. Right? For example, if, like, boys do stuff like that, they're like, oh, yeah, go on, high five and all that. But if girls do it, you get shamed. Or if 
girls don't do it, you're a prude. Yeah, yeah and it's never forgotten. It's like, it's like literally never forgotten. It's like a label stuck on your forehead to everyone. Oh, I think it comes back to like the olden days when how boys were allowed to mess around. But girls, they had to keep their purity. Yeah, they had to stay innocent. It was seen as that. Yeah. And then obviously as times evolved, it wasn't seen as much. I understand when you're in a relationship and once you get that comfortable, it's like the whole, so I've always said this, in schools, I think you could say you're dating and then after the three marks, I think you're properly dating because it was seen that you can only fake feelings for someone for three months. Yeah. Right? And I think that is something that happens in schools, that they get into a relationship really quickly, right? And it's mainly based on their friendship groups or what they feel like they're pressured to do. And then you've got their friends going, oh, have you kissed yet? Have you done this yet? Yeah, it's the pressure to do the stuff around it. Yeah, and it's like a lot of people want to wait until they feel ready. But then if the other person that they're in a relationship with doesn't agree, then it causes conflict. And I don't quite get why that causes conflict. Because... It should be a mutual respect of when the other person's ready. And considering the legal age for sexual relations in the UK is 16, 16. right? But we know for a fact that before that, we've got people who are 12 and pregnant. Like, it's been seen on the news. There's girls who are 12 and pregnant. From about 12 to 16, that's when your hormones, like, properly develop. Yeah. So that's why most teenagers are just horny. And I think sexual harassment it has one of the biggest trauma effects. So it's the highest yeah. like type in Southampton. There's multiple effects that it can like cause because it can cause you to like not trust anyone and not like want to do anything. But then also it can cause you to like over sexualize yourself. Yeah, it makes you want to change yourself and like how you. Yeah. Like you don't want to go out. You're scared. Yeah. You have this constant but, fear and paranoia. Yeah. It's like how when we're in the street as such, you don't want to be alone. And, for example, there's different affections for, like, love languages. And physical affection is, like, one of the... Highest Highest, yeah. But then after you've been sexually harassed or anything, if that's your love language, it can, like... Demolish it. Yeah, because you feel like you can't trust anyone because, like, just, like, a hand there can feel like hands crawling on your skin, you know? It feels like like burning. Yeah, from what's happened, yeah. But it's like, so I'll be at school and I'll help out at parents' evening, open evenings... And so that's usually seven o'clock, right? And it gets quite dark by then. So even though I'm like old enough to walk home by myself. It's still scary. It's still scary. And I feel like the fact that even my brothers, right? So I've got enough of them. But my brothers and my mum and obviously family and things like that. So whoever your parent and guardian is, I think they've still got that fact of fear. Why should we have that fear of walking? So I only live, what? 10 minutes away from school it's not that far at all so it doesn't hurt to walk it I don't mind walking it but no matter what one of them always comes and tries and meets me because there's this fear of something happening and I don't think that should happen in society why is it like most of the time one of the stereotypes it just happens around girls but then also that makes girls in society scared that it is going to happen because that's one of the stereotypes it is a scary thing and it's something that we talk about we talk about it quite a lot don't we we think about how I won't go to the shop by myself. I won't go to town by myself. It's like there was this girl who was on a bus and she was assaulted on the bus, right? Yeah. So then she started walking. But then she, it's this fear, okay, I can be assaulted by walking on a train. We see all these cases. And once your mind goes to it, I'm one of people... You I'm, don't feel safe anywhere. I like to be educated on near enough everything. I'm quite yeah. in depth with it. So I'd research trains, walking, everything. And it's such a big thing 
everywhere. There's no escaping of it. So it's just like, we were saying how we don't like getting in a taxi. We don't even like getting on the bus like alone. We always have to get on the same bus, even though yeah. it's difficult. No, like, we find a way. I was getting the bus home. It takes like an hour from where I was to get the bus home. And I was alone on the bus and it, it was sketchy because there was this man on the bus and he just kept turning around and staring at me. And I was so thankful my mum came and met me at the bus stop because I was just too scared to walk home. It is. And it's like, so we're on the bus and we have usually, if there is a group of boys or girls, they are at the back of the bus. Yeah. And we had this situation where we don't know these girls at all. They're complete strangers. And they started talking about sex and their sex lives and their dad and all this lot and how they weren't ashamed of, like, I guess projecting it in a way I guess you could say yeah and the fact is is I feel there's a time and place to talk about things and it made us very uncomfortable it was one of those conversations and then there was this boy he was sat and he was kind of cornered in by these girls and he was uncomfortable and when it got to his stop he zoomed out he ran off that bus bus. and you could tell he was so uncomfortable from hearing their conversations because they were talking about how so vaping seemed as cool Drinking seems cool. And I think drinking gums did a good thing with sexual harassment. and Just sex in general. Yeah, because they're like, talking about sex like, in general. Yeah, because most things like smoking, vaping and that, it can trigger someone based on like stuff that they see at home or like stuff that their friends do around them. Yeah. Like it's a triggering environment. But it's the fact of, is that not only did those girls corner that boy in the bus and start talking inappropriately in a public space, I think... That is sexual harassment. It is sexual harassment. That is sexual harassment, yeah. And the fact that then it made not only us uncomfortable, but you can even see there was like these elderly people around as well. They were uncomfortable. Made everyone uncomfortable. (laughs) They didn't see it wrong. And then they projected their ages out loud. There was a 12-year-old, two 14-year-olds, and I think there was someone our age, about 16, They They were all under the age of 16, right? And they were talking about how like they've been intimate and things like this. And I guess it just shook us the fact that it's it girls that age saw it as okay it's it's just how normalized it is. I think that's yeah. to do with the whole like over sexualizing themselves because it's seen as cool to be like so intimate and stuff at yeah. our age then if you don't want to it's like oh what's your problem we've mm. had it before in our school where when a girl said no the boy made rumors yeah yeah. They made rumours as if they've done it. I've heard it more the opposite way of the girl making up rumours. Yeah, I've heard of this. This happened in other areas where if he said no, then she turns around and goes, well, you raped me. Mm. And I think that's quite sickening, the fact that someone can joke about it. Also, with like, I feel like it's not seen as sexual harassment if it's like a girl sexually harassing another girl or a boy sexually yeah. harassing another boy. It's just not seen the same, which could also be another misconception. Like, that is still sexual harassment. Just because you're the same gender, it doesn't matter. You're still sexually harassing. You're still crossing that line. Yeah. And I think that's coming on to that, though, is that then if I'm wearing an outfit and I think, like, I look pretty good in this outfit, right? I'll tell you, right? And I don't mind. She can tell me what she thinks, right? But then if a stranger said the same thing, it changes my perspective a little bit. And you think, oh, I don't want to wear this. No. Because I feel comfortable enough in my own skin to wear what I want and... I trust, obviously, my friends. They always tell me the truth, which is why I get their opinion. But it's the fact of if a stranger says something and you haven't got that relationship with them, it makes you feel kind of like you're putting it out there and then that's when yeah, something bad happens. But, for example, if you walk the same way every day and you see the same people every day, they're kind of like not a stranger. So if you go, oh, hi, good morning, how are you? And then like if they compliment you, it's kind of like 
you already know them so it doesn't seem weird, you know? See, this is the thing. I walk the same way every day. I've had to change this now. But then there was this man, right? So I was walking to Scott and there's this man and he was always there and he looked at me funny and every time I'd move, he'd move and it made me very paranoid. So I've got this whole paranoia. So I refuse to walk the same right, right, usually two days in a row because it just makes me feel a bit squeamy. Yeah. So I'll be walking the right and I don't know what it is, but every little thing just... Paranoia, yeah. ...scares me. And I don't think that should happen. Not in our area when I'm only walking like five, ten minutes. But if that's the case then where I've had it before, I was walking to school and I got really like petrified and I think I phoned you and I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not walking this way. I'm not walking past these people because I'm scared and you know what? It's just not something that happens. Speaking about who it like does affect and things like that though, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really curious to see like, because I only ever really hear like things like this from perspectives from girls and stuff and like my own experiences and stuff. But like, I'm actually kind of, I'm really curious to see like what, kind of how boys experience it and like things like that yeah because you never hear it it's so stereotyped like you said it's never like girl boy or boy whatever it's always stereotyped it's like normally yeah. a boy sexually harassing a girl and i think it's awful mm. i mean it's not taken as seriously if it's a boy like no that. they're seen as like weak or whatever like it's yeah. ridiculous you could say boys get sexually harassed because you see like girls like standing in a group see a boy and they're like oh he is fit yeah stuff like that that Technically, could be seen as cat when it's the, when it's the other way. Yeah. when it's the other way around, girls are like, girls don't like it when boys go like, are like, oh my god, you're fit and all things like that. And girls hate it. Most girls do. Yeah, because they think, feel like. Ugh. Yeah, and I think it's pretty hypocritical. For me, it's the word fit. I don't mm. like that word. Same as you know, lang, lang, But then if if a like if a guy like generally just a nice guy, not even catcalling, just goes, oh, you look nice, and then the girls just like stop catcalling. In public, right? Evidence comes into CCTV, right? So public parks don't have CCTV. That is mostly where it happens. Why have we not got CCTV in public parks then? I have no Why clue. hasn't the government fixed an issue that is a recurring but problem? It's the fact that it's mostly in public places. Yeah. That it's just mind-blowing the amount of public places that it has happened and nothing's been done about it. What's we- to do if you experience this? Well, we've got helplines. I mean, to be honest, if my friends, they have their own experiences with it, they didn't really want to speak to anyone because they were just like so used to the whole concept of it. They thought, oh, this is normal. So shameful. Yeah, you feel feel shameful that it's happened because you're like, why did I let this happen? But it's not actually your fault. See, this is an unpopular opinion. If I was experiencing it, I wouldn't speak to a school about it. I wouldn't want the school to know because I feel like if something that happens, they treat you differently. I would, it's very unpopular. I actually trust the police, but it's not seen as, they're seen as kind of like traitors in a way. They're there to protect you, but they're seen as traitors in our community, which Mm. I think is quite sickening. Like they come into our school and the amount of abuse they get. But I think a lot of people should speak to someone they trust. And this comes into, if you were told as a friend, right, that it was, what do you do then? What do you do as a friend? You've heard about it. Now, what do you do? Because if someone told me about it, I wouldn't know what to do. Because I would be I shocked would, and want to help them. Yeah, I would ask them if they wanted to speak to anyone, like the police or whatever. But then if they don't, then... Is it your duty to, like, is it keep me- your promise of keeping it quiet? Yeah. But is it, if it's, it's affecting them... It's, it's a mutual respect that they've trusted you with that information, that they feel trusted enough to tell you. But then if it's ruining them and you 
see that there's this deterioration. Then you should talk to someone about it. But then again, it's going against their trust. Yeah, so it's... A, and they might not... Like, that's a tough one. Because yeah. it can be quite hard to come out about for some people. Like, personally, I've watched, like, loads of documentaries on, like, true yeah. crime and stuff, like, things like this that happen to people. And it's such a recurring thing that they, like, the people that it happens to, they just don't want to come out about it because it's so hard. Like, because you don't know how people are going to react. You could get so judged for just talking about it because yeah. of the topic. But is it because, so you speak out because you trust them and that's your way of asking for help. Is it down to them to then be like, okay, so they've trusted me with this. I'm a friend because if this was someone and I could see that they really needed help, I would want to help them. Even if it, like, I don't want to say ruin our friendship because I know that hopefully they would come around to trust me again. But if they've spoken to me, it means they need help. It means they're struggling. Then is it my duty as a friend to then be like, okay, now it's, I need to like research all these places for help and look at the best possible one for my friend. Because if you know it depends on the person, I feel like this links to what you would do about bullying. It depends on the mutual trust you have with people. It depends on like who you trust the most. Hmm. I think with it, depending on the person, like with the actual situation, like it depends on what's going to happen if it comes out. Yeah. So say you had someone that you were going to put them in danger if it came out it's then not your job to do that in my opinion I think it's then out of your control you shouldn't put them in more danger by saying something but on on the flip side if it is going to help them or they've said to you like if if they don't want to if they're not ready to talk about it but it would help them so you know like how we've found out in our research how like Southampton's quite like a common type of harassment is sexual harassment is probably the most major in Southampton what we've looked at do we know of any places like specifically in Southampton like Southampton what, like help places yeah like help places mm, that's a good question because I know that you've got obviously like our normal mental health like no limits yeah and they help with everything I think a lot of it's online isn't it a lot yeah of I, f- I find it funny how the police and that will just say oh this has happened but you don't see what they've done about it no it's the whole theory of a lot goes on behind closed doors I don't like that saying but it's I true think it's true. It true a lot goes on behind closed doors and that's with help and not help but the thing is that about the closed doors that I like is it's because of the privacy. They have to keep that level of privacy for these victims and things like that. Yeah. Which if you got sexually harassed or sexually assaulted, do you want on the news? No. I no. want on the news. Because people would just see it and they would be like, oh, are you okay? Belittle you. Yeah. You like, get judged. I don't want yeah. it. Truthfully, I wouldn't mind it coming out like, oh, a girl... But I wouldn't want my name, no privacy issues, because I would want the awareness of. So you've got the whole me too. So movement. like, so you'd want something's them to suffer, happened. Like someone's so like, done that to you. Something's happened. So like, people are aware that that's happened, but nothing about you. Nothing about me. So yeah. linked. As well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What advice would you give someone? Because right now, it's can't go to schools, can't go to police. <laughs> no. But if something happens, because to you, if what it depends where it's happened, because like obviously if it happened in the household you don't want to go speak to your parents about it but, but then I think that's then when you need to turn to your school yeah because despite how the fact we don't trust schools we know that they when they became teachers they signed they took a level an, of care yeah they took an oath uh, no but like basically they, a they prom- basically did take yeah, an oath yeah take an oath care. of like taking care of like the students and their well-being and like how they feel safe and if it gets to the point where it's really that bad I feel like you're not going to care what people think, so you are going to go to the police or but, to somewhere online. But if it happens in school, then you're going to want to speak to your parents or your friends or something. Yeah. And it's, there's always, I think, something, because there's always yeah. someone with a level of responsibility and care for you. 
just know your worth, I think, as well. Like, don't feel ashamed yeah, because in yourself. 90% of the time, people around you will relate to what's happened to you, which is quite bad. Because it's so popular. Yeah. It's something that's happened to everybody. Mm. So I like the fact that in schools, they have like forms and surveys where you can write about what happened and then the teacher already knows before you can speak because it's quite upsetting and triggering to speak about it. But you know that you can trust them in a way of you know them. And I like that idea of a relationship between you already. Mutual like, trust, A mutual yeah. trust. And then you don't have to get upset and worked up while speaking about it. And then when they come and speak to you about it, they've already got a number of places where they can help you. They've got things there already, like resources, which I think is important. Yeah, that is important. Always be on the phone to someone because I know it's not much, but it will generally make you feel safer. Like, put it on speakerphone, like, be like. It's often make trust up. in your gut. Make you it aware yeah. of your just surroundings, got, though. Yeah. That's the only thing you'll be careful of. Because if you're on the phone to someone, you don't want to get distracted and then not know what's going on. It's not that. It's like you. if you're listening to music, and so this happened before, when you listen to music and all of a sudden your gut's telling you something's not right, it means something is definitely not right. You can feel the change in the atmosphere. You would usually take off your headphones, have your phone, call someone, and often or not, I would kind of tell them, but without telling them. Try so it. I've kind of got a secret code with you, haven't I? Yeah. We've got a secret little code where we can make the other other aware that we're kind of in a bit of danger without the other person knowing that we're onto them. Yeah, I I just tell my mum, I'm like, oh, I'm on the way home in this alleyway. And she immediately like, yeah, yeah, stay on the phone with me. And then they come out and meet you, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Try and make it feel as normal as possible, I'd say. I know that sounds ridiculous, but like, don't make it feel as if like... Don't make it known that you know. No, just kind yeah. of make it like feel because, like it's normal, like you're going like, to be fine. If you're, if you're like walking home and it's like getting dark and it feels dodgy to walk down that alleyway rather than the path, walk down the path, but you've got to trust your gut when yeah. stuff like that happens. next podcast guys we'll see you then